Blog Talk Radio. She's wonderful. Mom's wonderful. Good. I mean, she's working. Uh, she's doing very good. Good. Glad to hear that. Always want to keep back up with normal. that one. Back to normal. That's right. Thank you for asking. Uh, Thank you I'm for sorry. asking. Oh, yeah, no problem. 
Bob, you want to introduce your uh, your guest, the guest host? Okay, he must also. Yeah, I'm on mute again. Hey, so Bob. yeah, I got Evan Weimer. What's up, guys? I got Evan with me. Uh, Evan used to be one of my students at Sarah from MMA. So and he's been on the show with us before. Uh, him and his family came in last night, so we got down to uh, La Jolla and and got around to do some uh, touristy stuff today. But for the locals, I like to call it La Jolla. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had a really good time today, and Evan's going to be on since I spent the day with his family uh, looking for sea crabs and mussels. Uh, Evan's going to be a lot more prepared with the uh, material than I am, so he'll be subbing in for me. Okay, so we'll have to get his. Uh... Home address. If you don't mind asking, is Evan a fighter? Yeah, he 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 fought for me. He he never went pro. He was one of my amateur guys. Watched him grow up from 13 to 18. Uh, really upstanding young gentleman. Now he's you oh, know okay. in his 20s. Oh, like uh, yeah. So uh, since I shut down the gym, um, but uh, yeah, we stay in contact. You know how it is. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do we have to pay him the stuff we should be paying you because you're not you're only gonna be half time? Yeah, hey. you're gonna probably have to send in my check and my royalties for the for the time being. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Hey. Let's start out with the Duplexus fight last week. Uh, what'd you think of that one? Now, which one? Duplexus. Oh, Duplexus. Yeah, I did watch yeah. it. I watched that fight. I felt like that was a really close fight. Um, I know Dana White said that he thought Sean won, but it's one of those that even at the end, I didn't know who won. I I thought maybe Sean might have done enough towards the end of the fifth round. But uh, mm-hmm. just going in, I thought it would be 2-2. Two, two. But Drake has definitely proved to everybody that he's got the cardio. Because yeah. uh, they were, everybody was saying that uh, he wasn't be able to make it through the fourth and fifth round, but he looked even stronger than he did in the fourth and fifth than he did the first and second. Yeah, he I'm made sorry. Joe Rogan look Evan. like an idiot. Who, who, who's, who's talking? <laughs> Evan. Who's talking right now? So this is Evan. This is Evan. Evan. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I just. I. I, I mean, I just heard an educated opinion. I just didn't know who was saying it. I'm sorry. <laughs> No problem. Say that. Yeah, um, he he certainly made uh, Joe Rogan look like an idiot because he kept saying, hey, "You're the you're, oh yeah, uh, absolutely. He wasn't going to be able to make it." Yeah. Oh and yeah, he made uh, everybody feel did. that way. <laughs> yeah. One, one thing and about Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland is very basic. He does. He's not going to change from fight to fight. Right. What right. He does he's a solid. And when he does, it's solid and effective. Um, he's going to get beat by the talented guy. To be honest, uh, is it on a side yet? That fight like, had me laughing all fight long because Israel and Osama could not figure out simplicity. Um, Sean Strickland is not a guy who's going to topple you. Not a guy who's going to knock you off. Not a guy who's going to, like, uh, he doesn't fight at a top-you-down pace. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be there. Sean Strickland is going to be there, and you have to watch out for certain things with him. You have to watch out for some counters. You have to watch out for uh, everything. But if he's going to kick you, if, if he even tries to kick you to the head, it's going to be slow. Sean Strickland absolutely. is not <laughs> Exactly. He's not an explosive guy. But one thing is, Sean Strickland, he is a guy who knows how to back round. And that is, I mean, when it comes down to it, he doesn't he doesn't accumulate a whole bunch of damage, and he knows how to kind of back rounds or or, or, or more talented people. I have to give him his credit. I have to give like Sean Strickland when it comes to like a solid guy. I have to give him his credit. Right. Yeah. We gotta, I agree with that. See, we got a uh, got a question for you. Uh, Jonas versus Meyer last weekend. Uh, Jonas took him uh, all ten rounds. He held him up. What'd you think? 
Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I did not see that fight. Uh, I was, I was, uh, was that on the undercard? I didn't really see yeah, the undercard. The undercard. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get yeah. a chance to watch the undercard. Uh, I seen the main card. Oh, Lord. I seen the main card between, uh, Better Be It, uh, or, yeah, Better Be Evan, uh, was it Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Just Colin Smith. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Colin Smith. And he actually put up a halfway decent effort. That did not mm-hmm. matter. Sometimes in fight, it doesn't matter what you do. When the guy's yeah. harder and more educated, I mean, I mean yeah, that's how it happens. I mean. Uh, Evan, what do you think of uh, UFC 297? Uh, uh, was it Neil? Uh, uh, with uh, Mike Malai and Neil Magny. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought that was very. It was. It was surprising. I watched the fight, and then towards the end of the second round, I was like, "Now it's just whooping on Neil Magny. Um, he just <laughs> kind of looks like a gatekeeper." And then uh, third round, all of a sudden, I turn around and Mike Mallet is getting tired, and Neil Magny just does what he does. And just, oh, you're tired, and jumps on top of him, and just yeah, the dude was not moving even after the fight. He was he wouldn't get up. He was exhausted. You could see how he was breathing. Um, I believe it was halfway through the third round. But yeah, that was it's it's disappointing to see a up and comer like that um, lose to lose like that, but. You know, that's just going to be a learning experience for him, and he's going to come back. But Neil Magny, you can't, you cannot undermine his, his his skills. He's still there. Everybody's saying he's washed up. He's been there forever, but that's the thing. He's been there forever, mm-hmm. and he's been through those type of situations before, and he knew what to do. Sure. See? Yeah, what do they say about the gatekeepers? Gatekeepers are there for a reason. If when you do the gatekeepers, then you belong in there. When you don't, then mm-hmm. you're outside the gate. I mean, simple as that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Z, tonight we get uh, Jaime Mengoy against the uh, Ryder. What's your thoughts on that one? Um, it's going to be a fun fight. That is going to be a fun fight. Uh, Jaime, Jaime Mengoy is... You know, we always thought of him as a big, young, sad guy. He's not young anymore. He's still big and spry, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, if Jaime doesn't stop John Ryder, I'm looking at a draw. I'm, I, why? Because one thing about John Ryder, I like him, he's not good enough to beat Jaime Munguia. If anybody mm-hmm. gets what I'm saying, he's not mm-hmm. good enough to defeat that man. Uh, yeah, we can he's mm-hmm. good enough to earn a And Jaime McGee mm-hmm. is, I, I'm not sure if he's on his game enough. I, like the last fight against uh, Devotenko, oh, my God. If, if, if mm-hmm. John Ryder is a part of that, I'm looking at a draw. But mm-hmm. Jaime McGee has to knock John Ryder out not to get a draw. Jaime uh, yeah, is A side. Jaime is A side, and he's uh, he's uh, like he's going to lose the fight to me. Jaime is going to mm-hmm. lose the fight, yeah, that'd be great. Thank but he's A side, so he's going to earn a draw. Okay, but I don't. If Jaime doesn't knock the rider out, he loses the fight just by work. He's going to get uh, out work. He's going to get just out everything. I'm sorry, Jaime, mm-hmm. but a lot. I love Jaime what Jaime could have been. Jaime is a could have been guy. Great. Great. Okay. Uh, Evan, back to you. Raquel uh, Pennington had a really, fairly lackluster uh, showing this last week. Uh, did you have to check, catch that? Do you have any ideas on it? Yeah, I, I watched that. I was definitely going for I'm a Colorado guy, born and raised, so I was definitely going for She's out of Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. but – the way that she fought, she doesn't listen to her corner. She won the fight, obviously, but her opponent was right. getting so tired. She got gassed, and Raquel oh. seemed like she was in control, and it, she should have stayed standing up, but instead she just kept clinching, trying to take her down, and when she got her down, she wasn't really doing much, and they were just 
they were it was a really good ground fight for time or for the first couple rounds, but towards the end there, mm-hmm. Raquel could have just poured it on and finished the fight and towards the end of the third and fourth and fifth round just kinda mm-hmm. it just was kinda lackluster. It's not what you want to see in a championship fight, that's for sure. Right. Um yeah. like whoever is next up, like right now, whoever's next up is gonna be the favorite to beat Raquel because that just wasn't that's not what a champion should fight like, especially when their opponent is has is compromised for the last two rounds. You would expect them mm-hmm. to be able to turn it up and they're that's when you're as a champion you're supposed to be there for the fourth and fifth round. That's those are championship rounds. They're called that for a reason, you know? So mm-hmm. I I feel like she didn't really prove that she is championship material quite yet, even though she's been around forever. But you know, it, I hate to say that, obviously, because I am a fan of her. But yeah, yeah she. Yeah. I feel like she'll be the, she'll be the underdog coming into her next fight. All right, if you were the matchmaker for her next fight for the bantamweight belt, who would you pick? Um, at the moment, I'm not I'm not quite sure. You got Holly Holmes and uh, Kayla Harrison coming up for UFC 300, which is wild because Kayla Harrison fights at lightweight, so it's gonna be interesting to see if she can make that. Um, there's not a lot of interesting characters really in uh, uh, the bantamweight division at the moment. Ever since Amanda just washed or just destroyed that division, so um, maybe somewhere in that. But um, other than that, I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Evan, there, there, there are a few things you said, and you hit kind of key on when it comes to me when it comes to fighting. You said uh, she ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. Cardio, cardio bill champions. One thing, and I remember when, when, when um, and this, this is a boxing match. I remember when my friend was fighting um, Shane Mosley. Mm-hmm. And around five, Nassim Muhammad was pushing. Nassim Muhammad said, Shane, calm down. This boy, yeah, as good as he is, he's, his gift is his conditioning. Absolutely. He could do this with the same thing for 15 rounds. And that, like, that's important. That, like, like that, you hit on cue on that. Okay. Hey, see, what do you think about uh, Zapata versus Hughes uh, that's coming up in March? Uh, I expect Zapata to win, but I mean, it's always a but. Zapata is good enough. Uh, and I, I, I'm pretty sure if that's the Jews I see, it's going to be, I mean, it's not going to be an easy fight, but Zapata should kind of outcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, you know, here's a, here's a uh, coming right back at you, Z. Um, Keith has finally got a fight coming up on the Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I read on that. And I'm scared for Keith. I am yeah. very, very scared for Keith. He's moving mm-hmm. up. Uh, and actually, they, they, they're talking about catch weight of 155 pounds, so he's defeating yeah. the junior, uh, the, the the junior middleweight division. He's going uh, he's mm-hmm. not a pound above. I don't mm-hmm. think he. I, I think he his catch weight should be lower, it, even then. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's messing with Tim Zoo. Tim Zoo is kind of considered. One of the better, you know, junior middleweights out there. Mm-hmm. Zeus has the gift of breaking you down. Keith Thurman has the ungift of not being in the ring for a long time. That is right. a terrible combination to me. If you have right. if you, 700 and some odd days, Keith Thurman for. I think it was 717 mm-hmm. days. And he's yeah. just like typical young guy who's trying and who's been fighting constantly going up the ladder. And Tim Zoo's heavy. That Keith is moving into this guy's position. I and if he does it, if he does it, I, 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 like, I'm going to be cheering for him. I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to do it. I think he's going to get stopped. I hate to say it. I think Keith is stopped. Okay. Let me get that off my thing here. 
Uh, let's go back over to Evan. Michael Chandler. Um, he's got a he's got a fight coming up with uh, um, uh, is it Edgar? No, Dry, uh, Dry. McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, I can't even read my own mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conor McGregor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts? Uh, what I think about uh, see that's the one that it still hasn't officially been announced, but McGregor announced that it's happening sometime in July, and he was saying it's going to be at middleweight. Now, this fight has been really, really strange, just Whoa. the whole buildup with it. Uh, for, yeah, that's what I, 185 is what McGregor was calling for, and Michael Chandler obviously is like, yeah, let's do it. But, you pulling Michael Chandler up like that? What's that? I said he's boiling Michael Chandler up like that. Kind of yeah. having anything, but, I mean, 185, yeah. Michael Chandler is Lord of mercy. Yeah. Yeah, he is not going to be able to make that weight. He probably only walks around at 170, if that. Exactly. 185, that's going to be – and he's so – he's shorter than McGregor. He's just not going to look good at that weight. Exactly. Yeah, and so I find that – I don't know if that's true or not because, I mean, with this fight, there's been a lot of things. They were supposed to fight last year in uh, November or December, and McGregor announced that uh, around July of last year saying, yeah, we're fighting in – November or December, and then nothing ever came around that because of him trying to get through USADA. Like, this fight has caused a lot of drama. It caused even the UFC to change their anti-doping um, agency that they use um, because they thought that USADA was um, doing some shady things with McGregor in terms of trying to make him uh, test at weird hours all of a sudden. And, yeah, I it's, it's just been a, a weird fight to be following. I hope it happens. Because there's been a lot of hype. Again, like they did the Ultimate Fighter together, um, and all of this was last year. And they've been supposed to fight for almost two years now. So I really do hope it happens. But at 185, I don't see that happening. That that would be a very strange, strange one. What you I mean, no title in. Evan, what, what weight? What, what weight will be best for those two? What's that? What weight would I wrestle? What? Do you think would be best for those two to uh, kind of match up there? That you think? Um, well, they're they're both lightweight, so I'd like to see them at lightweight, so it has some sort of uh, uh, legitimacy towards uh, a title. If they fight at 170, those guys aren't fight. Those guys aren't fighters at 170. They're, it's going to do nothing for the rankings. But at lightweight, Michael Chandler's ranked. I believe he's he's top five. I know that for a fact. I don't know a specific one, but. Um, that fight would actually have some ranking implications. And for McGregor, if he wins at lightweight, he's automatically top five. So I think that's what makes the most sense. 170 would be – it'd still be an entertaining fight. 185 is just – that is just, that's just out of, out, of, out of this world. Okay. Bob, what's your thoughts? Bob, what's your thoughts? <laughs> Choking on a prize. Or McGregor's fight. McGregor, okay, so McGregor's all hype, and McGregor's got her head that broken leg. If he's coming back against Chandler, I think Chandler's going to do him, do him dirty. Sorry, I got a, I got a fry like lodged long ways in my throat right oh. now. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, like, you know, going the you other way. So. <laughs> he caught me. I'm, I'm visiting with the, his with his parents. The guy's on fire, right? So <laughs> he is. He but is. yes, <laughs> I know. He he is is he means nothing. You've been punching the head. Got to be on this more often. <laughs> I know. He don't got nearly the traumatic brain injury I got. You know these damn kids. <laughs> like I got. I show. I saw that meme the other day on on Facebook. You're like kids don't even get chased by dogs anymore. These kids are soft. But yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, McGregor, I mean, you know, you gotta love McGregor. He's got a lot of fan hype behind him. And I was on the McGregor train for a long time. I was watching some of his highlights again the other day. The guy's talented. He's a very talented guy. But once you come off an injury like that, you you realize, because all of us at one point, maybe Z can back me up. Like we all thought we were like bulletproof for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, there was a minute mm-hmm. there, like, when we were training and we were going through men, and it was like, man, like, I'm superhuman. 
then you break that first thing and go, nope, I'm human. You, you know, and so it's a real humbling experience, too, and so it's really hard to come back from that stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially okay. when you're not exposed by Connor. Connor, his whole game is exposing, and the yeah. injury like that, that takes away like that, that foot that foot movement, mm, that button in and out that Connor did, that, that, yeah. Yeah, right. It's a hard thing to you know to not be able to trust yourself because when you're you're bouncing around like that the way he exactly. did I mean like the first time my knees went out and that's where my problems were was with my knees exactly. then I couldn't trust I couldn't trust my own knees and so like it limited the game plan that I had going in it it, it I had to fight a whole different way I, I didn't have all the arsenal that I was used to. To this day. Mm-hmm. When I spar, I'm a trench sparrer. I'm going to put you in the trenches, and I'm going to spar because my knees are bad. My knees are bad. So, right. <laughs> now I'm lazy. Like, when I when I get in there and spar, like, I, these kids be running around like kickboxing. That's why I got to rope them off oh, and no. put, like, bungee cords in between the ropes. They'll be running halfway across the gym over to where, like, the jiu-jitsu guys are rolling. You know, I'm like, I, I'm not even over there. I'm not chasing you. I'm just going to yeah. stand right here in the middle, pivot on one foot, let you run circles around me with all your energy. I'm going to wait till you get up close to me, and I'm going to clinch your knee and toss you, you know? I, 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 mm-hmm. love, I love that format because that's kind of how I box. But when I want it, I, 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 I get to the head, you get a half the ring, and then you have a corner. After that, yeah, I just mm-hmm. don't got the energy to chase them anymore. You see? go to half the corner. That's how we tr- – and then, then I got you. Yeah, you. You box in the corner. I got you. I'm an old guy. Yeah, I got you. I cannot move around. <laughs> I can't move around. So I'm not going to chase you down. I'm not going to run you down. Oh, no. no. Yeah, yeah. That's why I pick a half. When I want it, I pick a half, and then I pick a corner. Pick my time. See, it's like mm-hmm. the us, us, us older fighters are like the scary movies. See, like back when I was young, you'd watch Jason, and Jason never ran. You know what I mean? All the kids would be running around, like, and he'd be cha 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 cha, and he'd just be walking. Once once he gets you, you're dead. He's always, you know, but he's always there. <laughs> always there. That is the problem. And I, like like a lot of fighters, you know, some fighters you want them to do certain things. Other fighters, they're really just physical. My physical yeah. fighters, I want them to be like Jason. I don't care. You always need to be there. Yeah. Hey. Always need to be there. Right. Hey, Z, got a question for you. Raul Romero, Isaac Cruz, I'm 324. I don't know. You know, um, that has Ryan Garcia kind of upset because he was supposed to be fighting Ronald Romero. But uh-huh. um, now that matchup's happening, that is a pretty interesting matchup. It's going to be very physical. Uh, Ronald Romero, to me, is not clean enough to defeat mm-hmm. Isaac Cruz yet. I don't know if Isaac Cruz at this point is able to knock Ronald Romero out. I mm-hmm. to, to be honest, I pick I I I pick uh is a is a cruise on, on, on decision. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a rough fight. I mean for both guys these are that these guys don't run from action. Like Rollin Mile brings it and Isaac Cruz, he's a short guy and he wants to be in your chest. Um as mm-hmm. the fight goes on, I see Rollin Mile trying to box it over. He doesn't want mm-hmm. to chest as much. But but I do like about Cruz. He's the inside. You know that I get there. He got there on Tank Davis. Rollins now is not going to be. That's why I'm picking is a Cruz. Because if he's going to get there on Tank Davis, her shoulder or not. If you had the footwork to get down to a baby, while the male's not going to be flexible to me. That's what I'm saying. Tony's going to be joining us for the second half of the hour, so we've we'll, we'll got a couple questions for him. But uh, 
Evan, what do you think of Sip Myopic, myopic and uh, Tom Aspinall? So, yeah, Steve Miocic, Tom Aspinall. I actually just read about that, that uh, it got leaked that uh, Stipe was offered the fight and turned it down for UFC 300. Um, he says yeah, he only yeah. wants John Jones, which, I mean, at his age where he's at, like, that's the money fight right there. Of course, the UFC 300 main event heavyweight fight, that would be amazing. I would have loved that. Um, I think Aspinall mm-hmm. deserves it. That dude's an absolute monster. When he fought Sergey, I was like, I don't know, 50-50. I really think Sergey's just too much of a monster. And he ends up knocking him out in the first round. So mm-hmm. I think Aspinall is a very, very special heavyweight. The way he moves, he moves like a lightweight, and he hits like a heavyweight. So he's a very, very dangerous guy. So if your Stipe hasn't fought in almost three, four years, I have no idea. It's been so right. long since he fought. So, right. him and Jones, I I would say, makes the most sense. But still, you got to give it to Aspinall. You, you're kind of just making him wait while he's in his prime for for those two guys to go at sure. it and then both of them to retire and him to fight who? You know, like, to give him one of right. those guys would be – would separate him from most of the fighters in the heavyweight division. If he can get a win over either Stipe or John Jones, that just – that cements him as one of the best heavyweights. So I think you got to give it to him, but at the end of the day, you know, John Jones and Cipe, those guys kind of get to get to do what they want around there. Right. What do you think, Steve? I'm gonna ask you a question, Evan. Um, Go for it. Uh, Tom Aspinall, are there more deserving heavyweights that 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 can get that title shot before Tom Aspinall? Um, I I wouldn't think so. If you give him an, he's got an interim title. Um, the only thing that would stop him from getting the next shot would be if he was injured and he couldn't he couldn't go over. But um, you got a really good fight coming up with uh, uh, that Brazilian guy. I can't remember his name. Almeida and uh, uh, Curtis Blades. That is going to be a really good fight. Almeida is a smaller jujitsu guy but he's been just beating everybody to a pulp. Um, his last fight was Derek Lewis, and he just made that look easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Curtis yeah. Blades is a big wrestler, so uh, that'll be a really interesting fight. Who hits hard? What's that? Oh, he's a big who? wrestler who hits hard. Not the best striker, but does his best power. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So Curtis, that would be – um, Curtis Blades and Aspinall, that would be a tough fight for Aspinall, 100%. I, Blades can take you down, and he just sticks to you. Mm-hmm. He has to cut weight to get the heavyweight. That dude it weighs in at 265 every time. <laughs> That's something to say. You have to cut weight to make heavyweight. Yeah, seriously. If you have to cut weight to make heavyweight, you're a big boy. They give you... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey Z, what do you? Yes, I say bye. Okay. Z, what do you think about Gimbosa and Lomachenko coming up next month? I think um, it all depends on what Lomachenko has. If Lomachenko has a similar a good setup, he's going to chop Gimbosa's up. If he has a similar. Um, let uh, Elden from Lomachenko it was a good thing, I think. And he had a lot. He had a lot. Lomachenko had, you know, he was a normal guy. One thing Wait. is, when you're older in your life, like, it, 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 things go away from you faster. Heavier guys, mm-hmm. when you're older, it stays what you want. Lomachenko mm-hmm. is a company at the time. Guy, like, he, he's He's older at a, at a lot of things, and he still operates at the same time. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm going to give him, thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks. When you think, it's hard to read, thanks. It's hard to read, thanks, 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 thanks. You don't know when the guy's facing the shoot. In boxing, like in fighting, when a guy just must be jerky so much, but his jerky jerky style smooth, man, that dude is hard to figure out. 
what you need to do is get the footwork right and trap them on the ropes. Um, mm-hmm. And and Lomachenko, uh, he's not he's not a guy you do that with. Right. So yeah, I, I'm, if, if Lomachenko has a semblance of himself, that's going to be an easy fight. Mm-hmm. All right. Evan, what do you think about uh, Dustin Poirier and uh, Benoit St. Francis, St. David? Uh, I think that's that's going to be a really, really good fight. Um, pivotal for the lightweight division. St. Saint Dennis is getting his uh, getting his recognition now. Uh, he lost his debut in the UFC and since then has finished his uh, last five opponents. Um, and his last one being Matt Frivola by first-round knockout. One minute and 51 seconds, I believe. Um, but uh, that's, that's going to be a good test for Poirier. Uh, his last fight was against uh, Justin Gaethje last year in July, which I think it's a good decision that he's waited that long. He's not rushing into it too fast after getting knocked out like that. So I think he's going to be prepared. St. Denis is going to be prepared because this is his shot. But uh, – yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think Poirier is going to be able to use his experience to to uh, push out a decision with him. But I think if if anybody can get anybody out of there, I feel like Saint Dennis is going to be able to take out Poirier. I don't think it'll be early, but he he's definitely one of those guys. Mm-hmm. See, um, I think I think the deterioration of Poirier. Poirier won the first fight against Casey. And it was the fight. Uh, second fight, he went in those trenches, and there were certain things, and and they they kind of boxed it out. There are certain things that Poirier did in the fight against Casey that got him knocked out. Um, I, I don't know if Casey's going to win this fight. Like. It, it all depends on what he has left. The experience is going to take you so far, but your body is going to break you down just as much as his experience will. The more experience you have, the older you get, the more your body breaks you down. So you only have to rely on experience. We just watched mm-hmm. Tony Ferguson get mashed up for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and well, Tony went in there like he would any fight. Exactly. That's the point, yeah, I think it's on that downside of the hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing is, he's not fighting just a Gacy. He's like a guy who's going to kind of navigate certain things. Absolutely. I, I do not yeah, know I if that's a Gacy wins that fight. Just, just off of that, I don't know if he's, if he's at the stage to win that fight against a younger guy who could do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I think the same way. Like, it's definitely leaning towards uh, St. Dennis to win that fight. Uh, Poirier, he's been there. He's been around for so long. You can only stay up there for so long. You know, he's already had two title fights, and he's been in the top five for years and years and years. So, I mean, there comes a time. I mean, you can't do it forever. So, I mean, there is a possibility. How many concussions can we catch? Right. Right. Like, it, yeah, it, 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 never, it never does you any good catching those. Yeah. Yeah. Z, what do you think? I, I wish Ty was here. I'd like to hear his answer on this one. First Landy Laura has a, a fight uh, at the end of the month with uh, Michael Zapata. And his Rodney Lord yeah. is still out. My response, it was Rodney Lord. I love him. He's still out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Rodney Lord is down there my age. So, I mean, he ain't. Yeah. He's really, um, I can't even lie. As long as he's good, and one thing about it is Rodney Lord, every fight he keeps his own state. Okay. And he's not fighting the highest competition either. Okay. All right, Evan. There's a question as to uh, is he uh, out of time? You coming back in to uh, the group? If he, if he does, who would you pick as his next fight? 
if Adesanya were to come back? Yes. Yeah, I feel honestly, if he came back, um, I think that uh, Drake's Duplessis fight makes sense. I mean, just with the hype around it and everything, I wouldn't be surprised if they made that fight. I mean, you got right. Robert Whitaker and Paula Costa fighting, which those guys are going to be up there. Whoever wins that, if they make it to the fight, I mean, Paula Costa, he's been supposed to fight for so long. He's been scheduled to fight for the past two years, multiple fights, and he's been backing out of them. So if that fight happens, and then people are talking about Hamza Chamaya being in that title shot mix, I don't think so. Right. With how unreliable he is with weight, and uh, he fought Kevin Holland at middleweight. And then Usman. And Usman, I feel like, did really good against Hamza. And, again, Holland, not a middleweight. Usman, not a middleweight. So, I don't not think you could throw Hamza up there. Um, so, I would say if Adesanya came back with his star power and the way that Duplessis and him were already supposed to fight, I think that makes sense, especially if Sean mm-hmm. can't be healthy enough for a rematch, if there even is a rematch. So, I feel like – so, they, I would – I would imagine that that would skip the Sean Strickland rematch if Adesanya decided to come back. He would be able to get that shot first. Good. Good. See? What's your thoughts? Um, my first thought is this. Israel Adesanya is not going to be Sean Strickland again. Just the style matchup, I don't see. <laughs> like, I just don't. Is a jab in the Philly show beat Israel and Asana. And mm-hmm. I hate that mentally, if you can't figure things out mentally, we're not going to be working on it. We're not going to be working on it. As far as uh, Paula Costa, and I did want to speak on Paula Costa, I think he's going to knock uh, Whitaker out. Whitaker's done. Mm-hmm. Whitaker against Paul mm-hmm. Costa. That, that, I don't know if it's a passing or push. They both you know, they're kind of older, but it, it will be. One thing, Whitaker, they both kind of do this. Well, Whitaker does things at a faster clip, but not a harder clip. And Whitaker catches it. Paul Costa is going to eat better than Whitaker. And if Paul Costa hits mm-hmm. Whitaker, Whitaker's going to sleep. That's that. I'm, I'm like I'm predicting that fight. I'm, I, I almost want to put money on the fight. I don't do that, but right. I, well, I, yeah, Paul Costa much younger, much bigger. Um, that would like make Whitaker, sense. Like, like, yeah, I, and like, Whitaker he relies on movement. Mm-hmm. And but the movement Whitaker does a sharp movement, but I don't see him even keeping. Like one and a half rounds up with that, you might get knocked out early. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Um, yeah, Evan, how about uh, uh, Justin uh, Gagey uh, and Matt Holloway? Uh, that's that's one of those fights when I saw that announced, I'm like, oh yes, that looks so good. It's gonna be such a good fight. It's gonna be a bloodbath. But then when you really think about it. I immediately started thinking about uh, Max Holloway and Poirier, too, when they fought at lightweight. Um, Poirier mm-hmm. dismantled him. Uh, Max Holloway couldn't get off of his crazy 10-punch combos because for every 10 that Max hit uh, Poirier with, uh, Poirier had to land one just to stagger him and make him back up. So, And Gaethje, the way that he fights, he's going to stand right in front of you, and he hits arguably harder than Poirier does. So I don't know. I think Gaethje's going to pick him apart. Um, it is a fun fight to look at. Like, it's just one of those fantasy fights that, you know, if you play UFC 5 or UFC whatever, play the video games, you put those two together just because you think it looks fun. And then now it's actually happening in reality. But um, it, uh, it, it's, it's, it, in reality, you think about it, and you're like, Gaethje, just, he's too big. He's going to hit way too hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, Z, what do you have to do? Right. Evan is, I mean, like, when you put the games on, you put middleweight against welterweight? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. You can do open weight and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, you make it fun. You're like, oh, what if this guy fought this guy? Let's play around with it. But, like, in reality, its size does matter. They're in that weight class for a reason. I mean, and the thing is, even size and styles, Max Holloway's the bouncy kind of guy. Just against you, he's going to kick legs. And that yeah. is not, uh, as you yeah, said, that's his forte. It didn't work out good. Justin Cagney is a very physical fighter, even when he's a oh, lighter yeah. guy. Even when he's a lighter guy, Justin Gaethje mm-hmm. is a fighter. He doesn't bounce, he doesn't step back like that. Mm-hmm. Gaethje, he he's, he wants to be there, kicking your leg, trying to take your head off, and. Yeah, I have a feeling he's gonna do that tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry, Max was a little too light in the ass for that. Mm-hmm. Language, yeah, he's just a little too light for that. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Z, what do you think of uh, Sebastian Fundora versus uh, Kerry Bohanic? Uh, um, Bohanchuk. This is set up right for Fundora. Okay. Uh, I mean, Fandor, uh, he's he's back on the roll. He been uh, he was knocked out by oh my god! It's crazy because a guy in the gym, a smart guy that that that, that knocked the guy out, that that knocked Fandor out, a smart guy like you know, that 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 you know, was in the same gym. I forget his mm-hmm. name. Those are maybe I forget, mm-hmm. but. Fondor's coming back. Fondor's a long guy. Heavy volume. Make the damn guy. Not one punch guy, but this nigga, he's highly talented and just got knocked out. He was doing his busy thing, and the guy was sleeping and tied up for him to sleep. <laughs> so, like, I mean, he's coming back from that. All right, uh... What about, Evan, what do you think about the Brandon Moreno fight tonight? Oh, Brandon Moreno's fighting tonight? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know there cool. was fights tonight. I, I thought that was next yeah. week. So who's he fighting? I think it's tonight. I think it is tonight. Oh, really? Oh, well, I usually cape up on that stuff. I didn't even see that there was fights tonight. I got too caught up being in the mm-hmm. ocean. Because I heard he was fighting, and his his uh, opponent that he was supposed to fight uh, ended up pulling out for some reason, and he got matched up with somebody else. Yeah, he got matched up with a guy by the name of Rule. Okay, yeah, I, I, that's okay. So that is that that's a newer guy then, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So an up and coming so, Brandon Moreno in any fight, that dude's gonna be a dog. He's gonna come at you. Um, I'm not really too familiar with his opponent, but. Um, you you gotta go for a guy like Brandon Moreno. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Zeke? Yeah, the, the, I'm sorry. These are two guys I'm not very fortunate with. Okay. All right. Well, let me. Ask you I'll put you on a spot for this one then. Uh, Jessica Andrade is going to be added to UFC uh, 300. If that's the case, who's mm-hmm. her opponent? I don't know, but I mean, she, she's going to bring that money in. Jessica Andrade mm-hmm. is about to fight. I mean, we, to be honest, I tune in to watch her. She's going to, she's going to, she's going to step to you. She's going to talk, and mm-hmm. that the only I, I, I like that. I mean, she has she has pretty good like everything else kind of basic wrestling kind of thing. She's not going to think you like that. This guy Andrade is going to stay on your ass and wear you out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um. So yeah, Jessica Andrade, another that that just comes at you. She can she can wrestle now and everything. She can hit like a truck. Like that knockout she had against Rose Namajunas when she just slammed her on her head. That yeah. was vicious. That was vicious. So she's just she's just an animal in there. Um, I think whoever they put her up against, it's going to be a tough night for them. Um, I actually did see that they add, they did add her and they gave her an opponent. Uh, Marina Rodriguez is her opponent, and so that's that's a very exciting fight. Marina being a very okay. good uh, technical long kickboxer. Uh, oh. That might she's gonna have to keep her away. She's gonna have well, to use those teeth kicks, keep her away, using her angles and everything. So it's gonna it's 
it might be a tiring fight for um, Rodriguez uh, moving backwards all night while Andrade is just marching forward. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you think? I didn't know she was longer, but um, that, that, that always takes, always takes uh, more work for the shorter person to get in. Unless mm-hmm. the longer okay. person gives it up. If um, the longer person is going to give it up, it's going to be easy night for Anton. It's going to be easy night. She's going to, mm-hmm. I mean, but as Evan said, if you use that left, and you take the half a step back with that jab, Jesus. Even in, even in any basic fighting terms, a half step with a longer jab is very difficult to deal with. Half step mm-hmm. back. Even if you deal with on. And what I teach, don't always step straight back. Step on angles with your jab. If you're longer, mm-hmm. But always step on a longer angle. Mm-hmm. Step on a longer angle as a, as a taller person with a jab. I don't care what's going on. If you want to kill me, punch me, that is probably one of the most difficult things to deal with. Now, the fighters, the fighters, I hope they can testify to it, but then it just gets out of the way. It just doesn't matter. Okay. And here's the last one for you. See, Jojo Diaz versus uh, um, Jesse Perez. Jesus Perez. I like Jesse. I like Jesse. I, like I, like I don't think Jesse Perez is he's a startup opponent for me. Um, and JoJo is a guy who he's similar. He, you know what? He's a lighter Tim Zuniger. Tim Zuniger. JoJo Diaz is a lighter Tim Zuniger. They they kind of do the same thing. JoJo mm-hmm. yeah, I believe that a faster trip because he's lighter. But they're breakdown fighters who are kind of even in style wise, they're, they're kind of similar to me. Yeah, I watch them both fight. And Tim Zoo's a little looser. Jojo's a little tighter, but they they are kind of the same fighter to me. Okay. And I guess our, our last and final sad note, uh, uh, two people from the industry have uh, are now under investigation. Uh, former UFC champ uh, uh, Brock uh, Lesnar. And uh, Vince McMahon from uh, WWE, and he also has money in with, with Mike. Uh, they're both under uh, investigation for abuse and uh, trafficking. So uh, I think it's a sad note for the uh, for the industry uh, because these people have uh, have a lot of uh, people know who they are, but uh, um, we can, we're not going to make any any decision on either one. Uh, we just send our best out to their family to get through this. Uh, whatever they're going to have to get through. So, uh, with that, that uh, and my sheet. See, you got anything? Um, no, no. I, I, I mean, I heard several, I heard a whole bunch of several allegations with Doc Lesnar victim of man, but abuse. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like that was something. Man. I ain't yeah. about that. Oh my God! Yeah, you know what I mean. I just came out late this afternoon. Yeah, I just pray for everybody involved. I really pray for everybody involved. All right. Well, Evan, uh, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, I hope uh, if you have a chance, <clears throat> you're welcome here every night, every on every Saturday night, seven thirty to eight thirty. Uh, we have to. We run over a little bit. I changed the clock. We can run over. Uh, but, uh, we appreciate your input tonight. Uh, and, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, thank, thank you. you I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. Right. No, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to lead us out? Uh, how would you want me to do this? <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me just Bob uh, Bob lead us out. <clears throat> you put Bob on it. All right, lead him yeah. out. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for uh, taking my subs, too. I know he's in a very knowledgeable guy. Uh, I, I got to visit with his family. Love you guys. Thanks for having us on. 
Uh, God bless our listeners and our fans. Glad to hear Z. Your mom's doing good. Uh, keep those eyes up, chins down. God bless everyone. Have a great week. Okay, Z. Um, Bob, Evan is not a replacement. He's an addition. So we, we <laughs> he's a smart kid, huh? I told you he's on point. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I echo Evan. I'm sorry. I echo Evan. There we are with Evan. Yo, um, I love yo. Bob, you kind of adopted the show. Bob Butch. Yo, I love y'all. All my fighting words family. Shout out to them. These shows are definitely a memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. And one wants to hear any fighting words, please do call. Butch. Okay. <laughs> I want to say thank you to everybody for being on. And Evan, uh, since, uh, Z is our technic- technical person, as well as our uh, advisor on uh, who should be on and off. Uh, he's made the- he's put that gauntlet out there now. It's up to you to pick it up because uh, he sounds like you would like to have him come, come on. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every day of the week. And grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women police and fire services, the doctors and nurses and first responders to COVID, and also the men and women at stock shelves in the supermarkets. Um, these programs are always dedicated to those who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcup, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeff, Jeff, Jeffrey Yazowitz, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Tom, Charlie Con Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Chris Levick, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Officer Crispin Lakeland PD. Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Department. Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Artis Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Fikes, Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogle, Longbow Key Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. Deputy Mike Hargrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Blaine Lane and Deputy Chris Meyer, Polk County Sheriff's Department. Sergeant Chris Fitzgerald, on the anniversary of his death uh, being shot last year on this date. Um, Philadelphia Police Department and Philadelphia uh, Temple University Police Department. And Sergeant Mike Rodriguez of the Philadelphia Police Department. Uh, my brothers and sisters are there. You may be 10-7 at this point in time. And sometime we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the palm of his hands. Good night. God bless and have a safe week.
County Dispatch to 1999. County Dispatch to 1999. County Dispatch to 1999. All units be advised, 1999's responded to his last emergency. May God rest his soul and all the souls of the faithful departed. Tonight, Bob, we love you and we miss you.